citizens of the world welcome to another edition of american honor i'm your humbled guest abdul shaheed filling in for the honorable gordon martinez today is november the 11th 2017 nearly a hundred years since the end of the great war in 1918 a day in which we honor the memories and sacrifices of our beloved servicemen and women across this great nation. Today also marks the establishment of historical Route 66. Mary Edward Walker becomes the first U.S. Army surgeon to be awarded the Medal of Honor in 1865. In 1883, the first U.S. cruise missiles arrive in Great Britain. Thank you, Bush. Also on this day in 2014, Yasser Arafat is murdered 10 years after attempting to broker a peace deal with the then leader Yitzhak Rabin, who was assassinated in 1995 after the Oslo, Oslo Accord. An article published yesterday by Fortune magazine highlights a very important and problematic crisis this nation is facing. The growing abuse of opioids veteran suicide, and the politics that sponsored the destruction of our American culture and spirit. Every one of us has a personal story of a loved one, a friend, a co-worker, or an associate who is afflicted with the evils of drug abuse and the morbid thought process of taking one's own life. Just to highlight from this article what's killing America's veterans, I'll read this um, one paragraph here. Suicide and drug overdoses are the two biggest killers of veterans. According to the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs Office of Suicide Prevention, an average of 20 veterans commit suicide every day in the year 2014. In fact, 18% of all American adults, adult suicides that year were committed by veterans even though veterans make up just 8.5% of the population. Male veterans had a 19% higher risk of suicide compared to the general population, while women veterans were 2.5 times as likely to kill themselves compared to female civilian population. And suicide rates were highest among young veterans aged 18 to 29. I want you to think about that for a minute and ask yourself, what are some common sense solutions we could apply 
to this crisis of opioid addiction and veteran suicide or immediate results. I thought of three solutions to the issue before I revealed them. I would like to know your thoughts or solutions and see if they align with my own. For those who would like to participate in this conversation, please do call in at 800-313-9443. I repeat, 800-313-9443. Before I continue, I'd like to take a brief moment of silence to honor those brave servicemen and women of our great nation who gave the ultimate sacrifice Let us honor their memories with respect and love as their spirits will continue to uplift us. All right, let us continue. I've actually came across a documentary film called the opioid nation i believe and i would like to play a clip from that the first clip is just going to uh give us an example of a young lady and an addiction she's going to explain to us what it is and what it's like go ahead and play the clip so i had a pretty big surgery when i was about i'd say about 19 or 20 And um, I was on painkillers for a decent amount of time. And I started to like the feeling. And um, one thing led to another. And then it kind of started to escalate to, you know, snorting pills. Then, you know, then it started to increase to heroin. And that's kind of how it... What is... What is um? What does it feel like when you take them? It's very, it's a very numbing effect. It's, I think for many people they use it to, you know, not feel, kind of, not have emotion to kind of take all the pain and just put it underneath you. So my first question is: Have you seen an increase in? treating clients who abuse opioids over the last couple of years. So, I mean, this is an excellent documentary by um, a gentleman named Kenny Luck. And I, I would like everybody to, to check that out to really grasp just a small concept or idea of, of what this crisis really means. Not only just for us as Americans, but as a society as a whole, because this really does affect us. And I think it's the number one issue that we all can come together on, whether it's on the political left, the the savvy left, or should I call the savage left, or the snotty right. We can all come together on this issue and discuss what I believe will be real solutions that we all share. So um, let's talk about human nature versus magus or magi, a member of a priestly caste of ancient Persia, a sorcerer. 
because this is what it really is and what it, what it means to have a crisis like this. Let's just define sorcerer. The person who claims or believe or is believed to have magic powers. A wizard, synonyms are witch, magician, warlock, and enchanter, enchantress, witch doctor. That doesn't sound like someone I want to go to if I'm feeling ill or if I have issues that can be solved by other means, especially natural means. I'm going to like to play the second part of this clip to further enhance what it means, what this crisis means to us and who it affects. You'll be surprised on how many people in this nation are affected by this so-called disease or this crisis. And this clip will help you better grasp, I believe, that concept. Go ahead with the clip, please. No, no not at all. I think the opioid addiction crosses all social barriers. It doesn't matter if you're a millionaire, a billionaire, or if you're on public assistance. It has hit every social rung on our ladder, period. What's going on in the lack of focus legislatively from all levels of government, from the community, it's, yeah, we need to do something, but nobody's actually doing anything. And that's the frustration that we're in right now. State Representative Coffer takes a personal stance against opioid addiction. Many of his friends have fallen to what's been called the Gray Death. Just in the last month, three or four people that I know that are my age or, or thereabouts, who I know their families from high school or I know their, their families from this area, or know them individually, which were a couple of the kids, um, died. And, you know, it's lost it. We just had our 10-year high school reunion. Lost a number of people from my high school class. Now, it might be because of my age, but enough is enough. You know, I had enough of, of going to funerals. I've had enough of getting a, the call from an individual. There's nothing more infuriating to want to do something and not to have the political will from others. As a member of the Pennsylvania General Assembly, he has introduced 10 bills into the legislature in an attempt to combat the problem. Everybody wants to talk about it. Everybody wants to be out there and, yes, we'll put it on a mailer or put it on a TV commercial or, you know, to be at a roundtable discussing it. But what are you actually doing to follow up on it? And that's the thing that's most infuriating with me. A lot of talk and no action when it comes to this stuff. The fact that the numbers are still growing goes to show you we aren't doing enough or not doing it fast enough. Boy, do I miss him. Him and I spend a lot of time up here. Memories. You know, the good and the bad. Or if I'm, you know, having a bad day, I'll come up and tell them, you know, what, what's going on. And 
ask for guidance. And most of the time, he obliges by that. He tells me what to do. He'll send me signs. My best friend. Ready, guys? You guys are getting soaked. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> and it's thundering. What do you say, right? What do you say to somebody that comes in who's lost a loved one? I've had it too many times a name. They come in here and they want to do something. They want to help educate the world. They want to help get out there. What can I do to make sure that it's not somebody else's loved one? That's often the, the people who are here. What can I do to help out with this issue? You can try your best but you can never understand what they're going through. Most parents worry, oh my God, they're going to the prom tonight, what if they get in an accident? Or they're going swimming, what if they drown? We, we worry about the floor dropping. We worry about that call, your son overdosed. Uh, the police picked your son up. Um, that's what we live every day. The memories of eight years ago are blank. There's no happy, jolly. We did this together. It's painful. Does it seem unfair sometimes? Absolutely. It, it's very unfair. Um, 100% yeah. unfair. Yeah. It's a, it's a deep-tissued anger, I think, that yeah. us moms and dads have that something that has been going on for generations and decades in this world and no one cared. You know? Okay, so I, I want to speak on. Go ahead and cue that down. It is a epidemic. You know, if we attack this like we attacked AIDS, you know, you hardly ever hear anything about people in America having AIDS. And if they do, uh, they take cocktails, and why did that happen? Because we looked at it as a national epidemic, and we said, we have to do something about this. It's okay, so I, I, I want to just back up real quick and, be, and briefly touch uh, upon what, what she described as an ongoing generational issue that she believed was the root cause of, of the crisis of addiction to uh, opioids or any drug that affects the human body, mind, and spirit. Now, I don't know about you, but my belief is that there is a higher power and creation, a creator that, that created us all perfectly. I honestly believe that any ailment that our physical body has or goes through 99% of those issues can be treated with something that came from nature. 
Now call me crazy. I am a biological entity, aren't I? Isn't biology everywhere? Makes sense to me. That's common sense to me. Now, don't get me wrong or confused. I do believe that drugs that are created or that emulates nature and the natural things that are found in nature, things that are found in nature, can be useful. And there are some good drugs out there. That's not what I'm against. What I want to return to is that human nature is the best nature, in my belief, in my opinion. We'll go to the phones. We'll take Brenda in Maryland. Brenda, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing fine, thank you. I was calling, uh, you know, for multiple reasons. Two things. You started talking about veterans and honoring the veterans, you know, who served and lost their lives and or their limbs or maybe even lost their minds and, you know, who are facing serious mental health issues, addiction, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, and just, you know, be able to reacclimate themselves, you know, into our society. And a lot of times, you know, the drug addiction begins with wanting to numb the pain that they experience as a result of the experience of, of, of as a result of going to war, war is you know glorified in a lot of places as you know oh it's patriotic and we're defending the country etc cetera, etc. Cetera. But a lot of people do not or have never experienced the horrors of war, and making the adjustment when you return to uh, private life as a citizen or even if you're still in the military. You know, making that adjustment is not easy. And if you're in emotional and physical pain, sometimes people turn to drugs, whether it's prescribed or illegal, to numb that pain. And unfortunately, many of our doctors don't recognize addiction when they see it, and they continue to prescribe these heavy-duty opioids uh, to service members and just members of the public in general who go to doctors, you know, for pain relief, the first thing they offer is an opioid. And sure. so I think, that, you know, the medical profession has a lot to do with uh, keeping the drug crisis um, at the level that it is or even increasing it. And beyond that, I also believe that sometimes family members unwittingly contribute as well because, you know, we don't want to recognize or acknowledge that our family members are addicted or suffering from a, a mental illness or something that needs professional help, and so we don't um, encourage them to seek treatment. And sometimes we turn our heads as opposed to confronting the, the problem, sure. you know, head sure. on. Sure, sure. Let, let, let me hold you over. Let, let me pause you right there, Brenda and, and uh, Brenda from Maryland. Let me hold you over on the break. But let me just make a quick comment about I like how you, the, the facts that you're bringing up and, 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 and what you're saying. And but you started off in one area, but then it kind of gradually went back to what my whole premise is really about is the human, the human aspect, the human nature aspect. 
the family aspect, all that ties into to, to going back to what we need to be at. So just hold on one moment, and uh, I'll hold you over on the next break, okay? Yes. And uh, I, I guess we'll, we'll carry we'll just um, continue this conversation now, um, um, Brenda. Um, the yeah, other point I wanted to make um, before before that, before, one point I wanted to make is, uh, is that uh, you talk about veterans honor them. And yes, we want to do that. Obviously, today is Veterans Day and we want to do that. And I think by honoring them, um, the best way we can honor them is is for the family members to to really try to heal themselves emotionally and spiritually and involving um, other people um, and other people not just feeling the weight of having, having to do something like that, like getting involved in somebody's lives to, to support them. Like if you, if people truly are friends and they truly have a relationship established, um, especially as Americans, we should step forward and, and offer some sort of support, emotional support, spiritual, spiritual support, so spiritual support. I'm sorry, and and other things. But go ahead and continue, Brenda. Yeah. So you know, the other thing was, you know, uh, Donald Trump and the government have now declared, you know, the opioid epidemic, and you know, and the buzzword nowadays is, you know, the opioid and the drug crisis. Well, in the African American community, there's been a drug crisis for years, and that drug crisis and the opioid addiction in the African-American community was not addressed until more and more Caucasian people began to also experience death and destruction by opioids. Well, so let me, let me, let me, let me hold you up there. So do, Brenda, pause one second. Do you mean like to say that that issue in, in the black community was not addressed or not addressed on a national global scale like it is because of the effects, because it clearly does go across all barriers. So is, is that what you mean? Yeah, well, it certainly does. And I think that it's now being recognized when more and more of the well-to-do, you know, so-called pillars of the community are experiencing this in their families. And so sure. now there's more attention being paid to the drug crisis and what can be done. And the, the last thing I want to say is we can't rely on the government. Uh, we have absolutely. to start. At, it has to be a grassroots effort, and I'm not absolutely. saying the government doesn't have a role. They have a role, mm-hmm. but families, our our churches and religious institutions, friends, mm-hmm. the workplace, we need to. This is a wraparound kind of situation where all mm-hmm. our arms need to be around these people who have problems with addiction, and and that's the last thing I'll say. Thank you okay. for taking We're- my call. Oh, thank you, Brenda, for calling in. And and that's absolutely correct. And I knew she was heading that way because it sounds like she realizes where the real issue is. It all comes back to basic things that we all need to to implement in our lives. And we all have. We all have five senses. We can smell, touch, taste, hear, see, correct? We need to use these natural gifts and unlock the secrets of those. If you understand those, you're the most powerful person on the planet. Let's continue with our calls. Roxanne in Texas. 
What's on your mind, Roxanne? Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Hi. I just wanted to uh, briefly tell you my experience. I was in Saudi Arabia in 89 to 91. First, I was um, in the medical business, not um, in the military. But I watched, in fact, um, we in the upstairs operating room, we had uh, the board, and we would, with the binoculars, because the airport was right down the street, we could see all the planes. We saw the build-up, basically, and we would have, you know, everything for six months, and I was meeting some, like, I'd go to the uh, hotel to do sauna, and I met quite a few of the young women that were coming over, and I just saw it all happening, and then the first night we were scudded, and I was friends with the gunny sergeant. It was really, and the, you know, the nurses and the the t- people were screaming, and the um, and we lived in dorm type situation. And it was pretty wild. I mean, it was two weeks. We were getting scudded, and the patriots were there. But um, mm-hmm. I stayed. My contract. I stayed two more months. You know, after the war ended. But I would still remember, like when I first heard lightning and uh, thunder here. I would um, get up and freak out. You know. Mm-hmm. And I can understand the PSD with some of these young people, and even the older ones, too, you know. Just the mm-hmm. constant noises and frustrations and fear. But I still stayed at the job and everything. My family was calling me to come home. I said, well, people are getting hurt, so i got to stay, you know. can't mm-hmm. just run off. But uh, well, anyway, it was. Y- I can understand, you know, I, I didn't have to shoot anybody. Thank God. Right. I would never do that. But, I mean, it, it was just, it was something, and I could still quiver over it a little bit because it was, it was a very difficult time for not just me, but everybody. People were sure. getting on the road. And, and, and Roxanne, let me ask like, you, I ask you, how, you say you've carried this for, since then, since you got back, you've carried this, this trauma and this, and this fright mm-hmm. of, of being over there and that, and that experience, the experience of war and not actually being in doing fighting. Like, let me ask you, um, how far reaching of an effect do you think that it, that um, what you feeling is reaching out to people that are personally connected to you or your coworkers or whatever? Do they see that the issues you're going through has affected them at all? Or do you know people in your life that, that had similar experiences and are dealing with, with, with oh, yes. Uh, yes, yes. yes, I've worked with several of, you know, I was in radiology for years, 36, so I worked with a lot of PSDs and, um, from different wars even, you know, from Vietnam, from Korea. Over the years, I've seen a lot. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh didn't want to, but, you know, I could now, after that, since 1991, I can have a better empathy, sympathy, um, relationship with that person if I'm Mm -hmm. around them to say, well, I know what you're saying because I went through something similar. I mean, I wasn't in, like, such danger as being shot at or bombed or booby-trapped or any of that, but I do remember what, what really pissed me off, excuse my French, but when CNN came, at the end of our hospital was the hotel... And they came and they set up their little lie shop over there. And what they were saying on that, plus is you can find all the debunked YouTubes on that, but it wasn't um, true at all. 
what they were showing us versus what we were experiencing. Well, I'm sure you have more more stories to share. And I appreciate the call, Roxanne, as we take this break. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much for the call. And back in a moment. tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you one of them from Amazon.com. I was diagnosed with high blood pressure. I was a little bit alarmed as I have always been in good health. I started this regime as soon as it arrived and I have noted that the heaviness in my chest is gone and the pressure headaches I have been having are lessened. I am hoping to see greater results as time progresses as I am an avid non-user of pharmaceuticals and avoid them at all costs if possible. This was, I think, a great alternative to heart medication. Not that I am a doctor, and for some, there is no choice. But again, for someone like me, I am so far pleased with the results. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite really works. Just listen to what some people have to say. About six months ago, my wife bought Extendivite. She didn't tell me she was giving it to me. So after about three days, I said, maybe, you know, maybe the weather's changed or something. I said, my, my, my legs feel really good. And she goes, well, I've been giving you this stuff, and it was the Extendivite. And you know that I'm about 75% better. I can actually climb stairs now, and I can get up out of chairs. I can I can even get down, and, you know, I got to work under a table or a computer table and work on a computer. I can actually get back up off the floor. You know what? It's an amazing product. I can't believe I didn't think anything short of having surgery was going to help. Extendivite is only sixty nine ninety five for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's one 928 8822 or visit heartdrop.com 
Extend your life with ExtendoVite. Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to aroutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech, quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. AirOutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. Find some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath. Head to AirOutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at AirOutfitting.com. be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from the Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the Schaefer Award Theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 832. I'm your guest host, Abdul Shaheed, filling in for the great, great American Gordon Martinez just like to say to all our veterans that are listening, are the members of the police force, fire department, public safety, anybody who are serving this great nation, even the American people, because you are the ones who serve this great nation, nation the, the most and the best. It's about us, the people. Revolution is not an act of violence. Revolution is not negativity towards your brothers and sisters here in America and across this globe. Revolution is in within yourself and your own thought thought process. And your revolution to get back to your first nature, your human nature. And as we continue with our calls, I would just like um, to first say this great network needs your support. And if you have a dollar, 10 cents, whatever the amount of money you can, to donate and support this great network. I'm sure John would be appreciative, and, and I am too. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on the donate button. You can use PayPal, you can use your credit card, 
You use your check card. If you don't feel comfortable with using the computer, call into the show. But let's continue with our callers, Mark in Louisiana. How are we doing today, Mark? Yes, I, uh, good evening. Uh, talking about, you're talking about two issues, about mm-hmm. the uh, sacrifices of uh, the veterans and the, uh, the people taking uh, opioids, as they're now called. Uh, but you said that you have a solution. Mm-hmm. People talk about solutions, but they don't offer. They just say enough. Well, I don't know who, which, which politician started that garbage. Enough. You know, I don't know what that means. What is the solution? The, the solution? Yeah. Well, one of, one of my solutions, the opioid epidemic, and you, you, you did mention um, two different subjects, and you're right, the veterans and the opioid, but they try to put that together, lump that together. Which, uh, in essence, it could be. But one of the, my, I think, in my own mind, a great solution is in all wars of conquest. Because who does this benefit? How much money would be saved by closing non-strategic uh, bases around the world? Protect our borders with our own uh, military. Improve our infrastructure. Aren't those issues that we all can agree upon? Wouldn't stopping wars do yes, that? Yes, I, I uh, agree with you that... Uh, that uh, that these uh, veterans wouldn't have been killed or injured had mm-hmm. they not been invading other countries, you know, for sure. Uh, so that that's, uh, you know, that, that's an issue that we completely agree on. But uh, what about the uh, solution to the opioids, even for those who are not veterans? Well, I... In my personal opinion, I think the return of, of uh, common sense logic and practices. I mentioned earlier uh, the return to our five senses. What doesn't make sense to our five senses, our natural sense, our, our human inheritance, this world, this natural world, it doesn't make sense with that natural order. We should pause and and, and, keep, uh, and give deep uh, um, thought, thoughts and, and, and feedback with each other about, about what we're about to get into. That's just my personal opinion. What do you What do you think is uh, a solution? At least one solution that that we can implement right away to to help us. Well, with, the solution is uh, that the solution is that we we should stop drug prohibition. Mm-hmm. You know, it is as simple as that. And uh, and, and let let the pharmaceuticals, you know, put the uh, drugs together, in which they would say, uh, sell dosages with the recommended not to exceed value so that people can go and get them for, you know, for a, a very, 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 very low price so that they don't have to rob and, and kill people and hurt them in any way. And uh, if those who don't have the, not, you know, the sense to understand that they're harming themselves, you know, well, it's just too bad. I guess they're going to have to die. You know, there's nothing I can do about it other than to tell people don't take it. It's bad for you. But if they don't listen to you, if they're mm-hmm. bent, hell-bent on destroying themselves, well, I'm not going to get in their way. Not with the government anyway, you know. Right. It ends up well, killing them anyway. You know, a lot right. of people that, that, that take drugs, they end up in jail, and they're killed in jail. Sure. Uh, you know, that's a 
great solution. The government is not the solution to any problem. I can tell you that. Absolutely. You know, so uh, that that, and, that and, would and, be the first thing. Okay, so Mark, to your to your point there, you, you spoke about pharmaceuticals. Let's talk about pharmaceutical companies and what they're doing. Aren't they uh, an essential issue to to our to our so called crisis? Don't they manufacture these? Synthetic opioids from the poppy seeds heroin that is being manufactured over at, 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 excuse me in Afghanistan for the last fifty years. People have been fighting in that country for the control of those drugs. Like, aren't they culpable for for what is going on? Or should we put them in the same bracket as we should not be supporting? We should tell people and educate people about the actual pharmaceutical industry and the effects they have on our, our on our lives. Like. Well, there are two what, categories. You? There are two categories of opioids, if, if you may. Uh, you have the ones that are uh, manufactured in, uh, in Afghanistan or put together, you know, like from the poppy, uh, the cocaine, mm-hmm. etc. Uh, uh, you know, the marijuana. Those are, you know, manufactured clandestinely and they're supposedly prohibit- prohibited. And mm-hmm. then you have the the, the other categories of of opioids that are manufactured by the uh, pharmaceuticals, but those are those are good because they they uh, uh, you know they they're used or they should be used you know. Let, let me ask uh, you a quick question, Mark. What about okay? Wait, wait, wait! I haven't finished, and you can okay, ask. Go ahead. Uh, you have go ahead. Uh, you know you have uh, uh, painkillers, you know, like Percocet, Vicodin, etc. Mm-hmm. Those are very important if you have cancer. If you have other, you know, uh, problems that, you know, that give you an excruciating pain, those are good. That's a good thing to uh, uh, alleviate pain. Now, if some idiot takes it because he doesn't have any pain, he just wants to get high, well, that's going to be his problem as far as I'm concerned. I don't want the government, you know, to spend, uh, you know, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars to stop them from killing themselves or injuring themselves. It's up to them. You know, if they don't want to listen to sound advice, well, sure. you know, I'm, I'm not willing to spend with money on the DEA and the FBI and all these uh, oh, three letters. Oh, I agree. I, I agree with you, Mark. But I, I would like to ask you about. Sure. Let's talk. Let's, let's talk about pharmaceuticals. Drugs sure. emulate what is already found in nature. It, it is clear. All man does is take what he finds in nature and puts together chemicals or byproducts to create something else. But guess what? They are not the creator of anything. There's only one creator. Man is not the creator. So if we understand that drugs, when we create them, we create them for the, uh, the symptoms that we see. Okay. And it also emulates what we find in nature. So, so the poppy seed heroin the, the 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 natural poppy seed. What type of effect does that have by taking it naturally, as opposed to it being synthetically produced and heroin being created and the drug market market being created after that? I just I just want people to think on that level. So I, I appreciate your call, uh, Mark. Um, we're going to move along with sure. John. Um, any final points you want to make, Mark? No, I I sure thank you for taking my uh, call and have a good night. All right, I appreciate the call, Mark. Thanks for listening. We have John in Missouri. John, how are we doing tonight? Good evening. Good evening. I, I was surprised to hear you say 
that if we didn't have wars, we wouldn't have a lot of these troubles, because that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, the United States government is... Hello, John. Did we lose you? I'm here. Oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I said the government has decided that war is a good thing. Okay, right. And we seem to get in one every 10 or 15 years, and they throw the young people at this war, and they come back traumatized. Vietnam was a perfect example of it. Mm. And if we'd stay out of wars, we'd certainly have less veterans with with troubles. I'm not saying you you, you can't have an army, but uh, I don't think we need to use it all the time. Sure. (laughs) If we we have a a constitutional... If we had a constitutional army, or or or, or people in, in 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 high political power, the Democratic or Republican Party who follow the Constitution, we we wouldn't have. I, I I don't know of a war that we would have honestly right now if we went by the Constitution. And don't get I'm not an expert in the Constitution, but I can guarantee the Constitution doesn't say just go bomb somebody because you want their resources or or. Just take whatever you want. Forget, forget who you know what the collateral damage is. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I agree completely. It's a business decision. It's without a doubt mm-hmm. a business decision. Uh, I'm 66, and I don't know much about Korea, but other than that, I don't think we've needed the wars we've had since I've been here. Wow. I know I haven't needed them. <laughs> I don't think the people that were involved in them needed them. And as far as the opioid addiction with the uh, with the people out here, and I'm in the middle of Missouri, and I don't see any of it. I've heard about it, I've read about it. I don't see it locally. But uh, you know, if a person doesn't want to get sober, they're not gonna. So you can throw all the money you yes. want at it; it's yes. not going to yes. change it. And, and that's why I'm asking for common sense solutions. We have enough experts in the world to to, to cross land and sea a thousand times. We have enough experts. We need some more common sense. And what I mean by common sense, what is more common sense than your own five senses and your natural world all around you? And well, your family and, 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 and the people that, that you know and love and respect in your community. But if you're talking about the veterans and their their situation, uh, I think more of them are over-involved with alcohol than they are the the opioids. I think that's affected more of them. It's just as bad. It's just as devastating. It normally takes longer, but it's it will still ruin your life. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know what you would do about the opioids. My father died of cancer, and at the end of his life, he took a lot of morphine to alleviate the pain. I, I was glad that that was available. Mm-hmm. You can't get rid of this stuff. Yeah. I yeah. personally believe the United States government's involved in all this. I think. Of, of, of uh, course. Of course. The United States you know, government is a corporation. We are under a dictatorship from a corporation. This is exactly. clear. If you read the Constitution, then you read what. They revise the Constitution with. If you read what they're trying to pass in, in legislation in state on the state level, on the federal level, 
you'll be like, okay, so we started from the Constitution. Where the heck are we at now? But I appreciate your call, John. Any last points you want to make? No, not really. I just wish the people that have a problem decide they don't want a problem anymore and try to do something about it themselves because right. you and I can't make them sober. That's absolutely right. No matter how much we want them sober, we can't make them sober. And as far as the government and their wars, we elected these people. I think we need to think more about who we vote for when we vote as opposed to party lines and this and that. But thank you very much, and you're doing a great job. Thanks. I, I appreciate the sentiment, John. Thank you. And Bye. we have Chance in, in West Virginia. Give me a solid solution that we all can implement right now on not only a local level but a, a, a national level that makes sense to you and that, that, that should make sense to everybody, Chance. What yeah, is one uh, of those things? A solution, I don't know, but I'll make an observation. Uh, okay. Is Are these opioids a derivative of the poppy uh, of the poppies in Afghanistan by any chance? Sure. Sure, I believe so. Okay, all right, all right. Then here's here's my observation. Do you remember when England flooded China with opium? Yeah, destroy China. Okay, now you go, now you come back to the United States. Do you remember when the the black neighborhoods uh, in Harlem were flooded with heroin uh, in the, in uh-huh. the blues age, the jazz age, and Billy Holiday's era? Do you remember that? Ah, uh, you were. Okay, I'm now you. let's move. Now let's move to Vietnam. Now, they smuggled, the CIA smuggled the drugs in the caskets, I believe, of the soldiers into this country. And now I see the opioid usage, which my mm-hmm. state, believe it or not, is number one or two. We have a bad problem with them here. Oh, and I absolutely. have to say to myself, like the previous caller, I believe the government's involved in this. I really mm-hmm. do. Yeah, and you're absolutely correct. And I, I want to hold you over on, on the break. Can you do that for me, Chan? Sure. Okay, yeah, so uh, before the break happens, I, you're absolutely right. See, this is why I love RBN and the callers that call in, whether they support the network, network or not. It's because they understand or they have an understanding of what real issues are. So we may not have the solution always. We can make great observations, right, like Chance is, is saying. And through those observations, we, we can make informed decisions, right? Doesn't that all lead back? This is the beauty of nature and what we already possess, the power we already possess as people. Okay? This is the beauty of it. The five senses. We focus on the five senses and what goes on with our five senses. We will be in a better place, not only with ourselves and our own family, not only in our local community, but also on a a, a national level and on a, a global scale. We need to get back to to what this country was founded on. It was founded on the belief that you can pursue life and liberty and that that pursuit of happiness. You can have that no matter who you are. Back in a minute. There's an ongoing war right here in America. Are you aware that U.S. citizens have been classified as enemies of the state since 1933? Have you recognized 
that our entire government is really a vast network of interlocking corporations engaged in commerce. Look up Title 28, Section 3002. Tune in to In Defense of Humanity on Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time. Find out what's really going on and learn how to protect yourself and your family as flesh and blood men and women living in a corporate reality. Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. Love Talk Radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on 24-7 with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you or a loved one suffer migraine headaches? I've been waiting for something to happen For a week or a month or a year With the blood and the ink of the headlines And the sound of the crowd in my ear You might ask what it takes to remember When you know that you've seen it before Where a government lies to a people And a country is drifting to war There's a shadow on the faces Of the men who sent the guns To the wars that are fought in places Where their business to the American Honor with Gordon Martinez. I'm your guest host, Abdul Shahid. I'm with Chance from West Virginia, and he has great observations that we all need to take note on and observe ourselves and apply what we observe into our mental banks and, and try to do something about it, whatever it is. Okay, whatever see, it is. This is why we can't make this a racial thing. We have to get beyond this divide-and-conquer nonsense that they're doing. They may go for one group now, but you can rest assured they're going after everybody. I believe this is a depopulation thing. Everybody will be affected because these people are so power-hungry. And All you have to do is look at history. They may choose one group first. 
uh, and then go after another, and eventually go after everybody. That's what's going on. And they got people fighting over petty differences with this divide and conquer nonsense. Sure. Chance, let me let's and let's they, bring it back to let, let's bring it back to opioid use. You have you made a great point. Um, this is what six of the largest payers in the United States, which covers over 245 million patients' lives. Okay, these are insurance people, uh, uh, health insurance, and all that stuff. Okay, uh-huh. they want they want to advance eight national principles principles of care. Number one, universal screening for substance use disorders. What is that? across a medical care uh, setting. So they want, w- w- what is substance use disorder? What is that? So now it's, uh, it's a psycho- psychological <laughs> brain thing that they've made up to where we need to pour all of our funding from, from our tax dollars into this so-called disorder and to treat this so-called disorder. That that DSM manual for whatever DSM for, it is like five to seven inches thick. It's crazy, okay? It's, you know, it's to make us, it's a, I believe that in that depopulation thing, the agenda they got going on. I really do. It's to make us all sick or dead and drain our wallets at the same time. And they don't care yeah. about color lines. Like I said before, they'll start with one group first. Uh, maybe publicize it, maybe not. But that's how they divide and conquer. Because eventually they're going to get everybody. That's their, their, their plan in the end. I really do believe that. Oh, sure, sure. Every every nationality, every race, it's all about power and depopulation. I'm convinced. When I read history, okay. like I told you, it's all the opium war in China. Then you got uh, in Harlem. Then you got the drugs coming you. over from thank you. With, with thank the you, government's Chance. approval from, from Vietnam. It's all of us. They want us all in yes. that net. So these people who say, I'm a yes, victim, I'm the I, I, I'm with you on that note, Chance, because um, I mentioned the very thing you mentioned with uh, the um, opium wars in China. OK, I mentioned that a, a few like a couple months ago on John's program, but we'll be right back with American Honor, Gordon Martinez. This is it. Well, thank you for looking, listening to the program. Um, just once again support Gordon Martinez and his efforts um, politically support each other good evening, good night the American citizens, my people my brothers and sisters I'm getting older and noticing that my body just doesn't work as well as it used to. So I like to keep fit as possible by hitting the gym a few times a week. Recently, I started having a nagging bicep pain and it got so bad I couldn't even lift the weights. When I was complaining about it to a friend, he told me about Angioprim. He said chelation helps remove toxins, heavy metals, and cholesterol in veins and arteries that may cause blockages. You know, after just one week of taking Angioprim, the pain was gone and now I'm back in the gym full strength. 
Scientific research proves the active ingredient in angioprim has superior oral chelation action that helps promote cardiovascular health. So to learn more, go to angioprim.com. That's A-N-G-I-O-P-R-I-M.com. Or talk to a trained consultant. Call angioprim toll-free at 877-882-7221. You'll feel better with more energy. Call 877-882-7221. Or go to the website, angioprim.com. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.